We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of id. Because, 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 because of all he did. We're off to see the wonderful, the wonderful wizard of id. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of id. Okay, so this is Rev DDT if you haven't figured that out yet. Because, oh, well, I know you guys are smarter than I am. You're tuning into my broadcast. So I really don't have to tell you, right? But it could be somebody else. It could be uh, Rev DDT's brother. No, not at all. Cousin. No, not at all. Um, anybody else. Could even be the wind, which is blowing right now because I'm out here walking. Here's the wind. The wind shows up. Thank you, wind, for showing up. Hey, I like doing these broadcasts while I walk because I get a lot of thinking done now. Get out here and I can get away from stuff and I'm not so, you know, plugged up and free or walking up a hill right now. So, all right, it's not even that much of a grade, but I don't walk up this hill a lot, so it's no big deal. It's just really hazy out here today. I'm looking across the valley now, over towards Wales, and I see that we are a slight bit. In for, yeah, we got a slight bit of an inversion going on. So, 4th of July is going to be strange here because it's going to be real smoky. Then we'll have to stop. No, nobody burned anything in the city. If you're going to do 4th of July fireworks, have a hose ready on hand. It is freaking dry in a lot of places. Be smart, okay? Just use wisdom. All right, here we go. The wonderful Wizard of Id. So, why was I singing that song? And uh, why in the heck am I doing a broadcast? Doing a broadcast because I got something to say. I was thinking about some stuff. I was walking and thinking and things. And I got a lot of things. So this is probably more of a various topic broadcast than it is anything else. And, uh, but, the wonderful wizard of bid. So, we're going to get into that story here in a minute. And, uh, we're going to tune into my sponsor right now. So here's my sponsor. Morning. How are you today? Excellent. You're live. Yeah, that's right. I'm streaming. <laughs> awesome. By the golf course now, and my sponsor just spoke up and said, "Morning." Sponsor was quiet until sponsor said, "Good morning." Now I'm gonna cross right here because I can, and we're on the safer side of the road because I can see around this corner now. The other side's wider. I can walk on it, so I walk on that on the other side, but. I'm looking across here and I'm seeing a beautiful green valley though. It's nice and green here, but it's still, this place is, we're in the west, it's hot. We go lighting firecrackers off and fireworks off and they hit some of this dry grass and bam, it's up and gone. And there's dry grass patches all over the place. Up where I'm at walking, I went to school up here as a, as a kid, grade school, um, from third grade on. Uh, well, actually it was fourth grade on because uh, third grade I was still, I was still, I was part of third grade. At the end of third grade we moved. We moved up here. I finished third grade up here at Hillcrest Elementary. I was down on Madison School, down on 23rd Street and Madison. And I lived on 23rd, off of 23rd Madison. I'm like three houses. And uh, easy walk to school, you know. Has a, quite a life as a little kid there. But that's not the Wizard of Id. So what am I talking about? Who's the Wizard of Id? What do you mean? Can you just steal that freaking Wizard of Oz thing? No, 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 no. Wizard of Id's a friend of mine. Okay, so this dude turned himself into a lizard. Now, if you haven't figured this out yet, it's actually a story. It's not real. But it's to incite some things. It's to inspire some things. It's to inspire some creativity in you guys. Because I'll tell you what, things are changing. You know, you're going to have to come up, some of us have to come up with different ways to get money. You know, because things are changing. I saw this coming. I see things come. So I make moves. And, uh, I saw this a long time ago coming, way back when the Republican, when I was still a Republican, 
That's how mean they were and how they were going to take Social Security away from grandmas and people that were sick and cause them to be sick. And they, you know those people without any money can't get food. That's their livelihood. So security is. They're living on it, off it. Their retirement, all that. These guys want to take that away from senior citizens, from my grandmother and my grandfather, who I'm so glad has it because right now he's late 90s, 97, by the way, people. He'll be 98 here in just a few more months, actually. And he served in the military. He's, he's dying with honors. He'll be buried with honors. He served in the military. He was uh, in the Navy. He's my step-grandfather, actually, but I had lucky I had a few grandfathers. I <laughs> also had a couple dads. I was lucky that way, too. And a few other dads, you know, people that try to help me out and stuff over the years. But, you know, it's all good and said and done. But here we go. You know, this, um, this wizard friend of mine, the Wizard of Id, man, he done went and did something stupid. He can still cast spells and still do his magic, you know. He's kind of a weird guy. I'm friends with a lot of different people. Um, the reason why is because in hopes to win any of them over to the Lord, I would be friends with anybody, but I'm just friendly. I'm just friendly, and people, I just get along with people. I try to get along with people because I want to, because I like people, and I'm friendly. I'm just a friendly person. It goes with scripture, though. I mean, it says in, in Proverbs, it says, you know, friendly man has many friends. So, you know, that makes sense. You know, I touch base with a lot of people. I'm just that way. I'm just naturally that way. I'm just that way. You know, when I moved up here, I just here in the town. It was weird, and I met a lot of different people. Met, I met these two brothers that were freaking king, like freaking giants to us because they were so big. Because they were football players. They both tried out for the Minnesota Vikings. Found out one of them had, they were twins. One of them had a degenerative heart disease and couldn't, they couldn't take him. So the other one said, well, if you can't take my brother, I'm not going either. And they moved back here to Idaho. Their parents live in Marsing. They found, they grew up around here. Actually, they grew up uh, in uh, Portland and in Marsing and then over here in Boise. Pretty cool. I love those guys. Yeah, they saved us from a lot of stuff because we had... We didn't have gangs here, but we <laughs> we had our groups, and groups would attack other groups. So I guess you call them gangs. We didn't fly colors or anything like that. We just stuck up for each other. That was back when you, you stuck up for somebody, you didn't get thrown in jail for it, you know? Even if you stuck up for your own rights, man, back in the 80s, shit started to change, man. I went to jail for sticking up for myself. Uh, yeah, I beat the crap out of these three guys, bloodied them up pretty bad, put one of them in the hospital, but they didn't take me to jail for that. It wasn't for that. It was for fucking aggravated assault. And I didn't even do anything. I was in my own apartment. They start. They caught caught robbers, three robbers, and busted their asses all throughout my apartment. And with witnesses there, because we had had a party and people were passed out and they woke up to this. And with witnesses there, these guys came in, man, fucking robbed me, man, tried to rob me. Yeah, these were some big boys too. But I ain't afraid of anybody, so it didn't matter because I know, fuck, I just know, man. God is worth. If you're justified, he's on your side. Even if you have to go to court. Well, I got thrown out of court because by the time I got there and I talked to the prosecuting attorney, he was like, oh, you evidence. I had 20 people standing there as witnesses that were in that room with me when I beat the fuck out of those three guys and kicked them out. Now, I don't advocate fighting. What I'm trying to say is we live in a different time and shit changed. I went to jail for that before, it went to, before I went to court and they threw it out of court. So it used to be in the 70s, you did that, you were standing your ground. I live in a stand your ground state and I still went to jail for that. You see how strange it is? There's other freaking laws too. I'm giving you guys stories about things that have happened that are, are reflective on now. Things that were, were things that caught my awareness. I was like, wait, man, things are changing. Why are they changing like this? What's going on? They're still changing. They're still changing. They're always changing. We know that. We live in a time of change. Well, you know, that's where these wizards come in and they like want to change things and do stuff and reshape things and make it better, make a better world, right? We call them wizards, but really they're industry. 
you know, things like that. I had a friend that had a business. I had a great business, man, and he changed his business. He changed it from one thing to another. And when he changed his business, he went along with the times and he did real well. But then he got stuck because he didn't know, because times went too far past him. And he didn't know what to do, so he tried to concoct some ideas, to come up with some ideas to, do, to make it better, for his life to be better, so he could save his life and save the life of his, of his loved ones and those. Because he was the, 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 sole bre the breadwinner of the house. You know, dude was a coal miner. They shut his coal mine down. You know, the, what he was doing was coal mining. They shut that business down, man. Boy, it really freaking threw a wrench in it. This guy didn't know nothing about computers. He'd been living in the dark the whole time, literally, in a coal mine, you know. And uh, so anyway, he tried to fix his life and change it before it got taken away from him. And it did. He got swept away. And he had a beautiful wife, beautiful kids. Lost him to craziness because no money was coming in and they had no food. And she had to go do for the kids. And he was trying to do for the kids. They weren't making enough. They got into fights and over the money and stuff. And money became a, a, big, is a big issue in their lives. And they lost their freaking lives over that. Because it became an obstacle instead of a, a currency to use to bring leverage to people, to consumers who live in a market that's fucked up. That caused, that charges us money for stuff that should be given away. I've had a friend of mine, I've made friends with this guy, he's Mozambique. He came here to America, came right here to Idaho, came right here to Boise, actually Garden City. And I made friends with him when I met him. And we got, became friends over the years, we're still friends too. And he still always reminds me of the first time he walked in an Albertson store with me I had to get some stuff for a freaking little meeting we were having at the church. Hey, little bee, hi, hi, buddy. No, I'm going this way. Go that way. There you go. Good boys. Oh, yeah, okay, I see. Oh, yeah, you guys are on this bush, and I rubbed up against it. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Hey, it's all cool. I didn't mean no harm. Okay, go back to work. All right, cool. Okay. That's why the bee was following me. All right, oh, cool. I went back anyway, so I told him, go, go ahead, go back. It's cool. Fuck, <laughs> that was a trip. Interaction with bees, man. Hey, I'm telling you something, man. When you wake up, some stuff starts changing, and you, <laughs> you gotta see things. Well, it's already changing, right? It's gonna really change when you wake up. And you're gonna have, realize you have gifts you never even had. It's about self-discovery, guys. When you wake up, it's about self-discovery at that point. And it, it is right. They've been saying that the whole time, and, it's, and they're right about it. And people have been telling you that it's not, they're not right about it, and they're wrong. It's actually not true. It is about self-discovery. It's, it's about discovery of everything. We're gonna talk about something in a minute, the magic. I've been running experiments. Let me get into some evidence on that. Just a minute here. Let's get past this ocean spot. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Good. How are you? you? Guys are live, actually. I'm doing my podcast. Say hi. Hi. That's the world, too. It's going out to the world. Um, so, here, look at this, man. Okay, I'm crossing the canal here over the top of the canal now. Round in the corner, going to cross the canal. going to walk on the other side of the street, but there's no sidewalk because... I don't want to try to cross up there because I get hit if I try to cross up there. Here we go. Look at this, man. I can see all five intersections here. Yeah, I got one up here, too. I got another intersection of T. Look at that, man. There they are. The Canadians have landed. Actually, they've never left. They populate this place. Canadian geese do. It's really cool. I'm over the New York Canal, and they're swimming. wish I was in there swimming right now. Actually, not that one. There's a there's another place to swim, not this canal. The Boise River's all right. Don't, don't swim in the New York Canal ever, anybody. Just don't, don't do that. Don't do that. It's too swift. It takes lives. It's took them a lot of lives. Um, nine that I know of in my lifetime. Nine that I know of in my lifetime. Other people who live here longer tell you longer stories, longer lifetime. More people, obviously. Yeah. Morning. Wow. The golf course is so beautiful over there. I love it, man. 
It's nice and green. Holy cow. Looks like another tree got uprooted or something. Whoa, did the wind knock that over? My God, I think it did. No way. Well, it blows up on the shelf here harder than it does down there. It blows down Malad Street like freaking crazy. Yeah, we've got 40 miles an hour winds. That's why our porch is so big and anchored down so damn good. Because it's right on the front of the house. Whoa. Whoa. The wind do that? The wind? The wind? Yeah. Jeez. I mean, it's all over, but damn, that's the worst one yet. I, I see it. We ripped a willow tree, a piece of a willow tree down down the hill down there and it ripped it off, but this is bad. Jeez. Okay. No way, really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, I've seen this tree here my whole life. I mean, I live here. I walk around here all the time, my whole life. And I've seen this here my whole life. I never imagined it looking like this. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are safe. You're welcome. So there you go, man. This is a big spruce tree, man. It's like, I had a Christmas tree sized tree. Damn, man. That one, too. Two here and one in the back. Holy crap, I told Johnson. I guess the roots weren't deep enough in there. Wow, man, that's a bad one. Why does the wind take one tree out and leave another one standing? This tree is next to it that are weaker. Why would it do that? You know, obviously, it's, it's obviously it didn't have its roots long enough to hold on, but why would You know, how, how does it select things? You gotta wonder about that stuff, right? Okay, like I said, various topics, but I do have an aim here. And my aim is this, we're gonna get on this topic right now, and we're gonna talk about the magic again. Because we never did talk about the testing. I only talked a little bit about the evidence is what I'm calling this one. And it goes along with the testing. Hi, Robin, hello. I haven't seen very many Robins this year, man. I'm walking along the golf course, and it's so pretty up here. Thank God there ain't no jets going off right now. Because it would be noisy and crap, because it's right in front of me at the airport. Down this road here, I'm on, a, I'm on Roosevelt, up here on the hill, heading out. South and deserts in front of me. Those are a long way. And mountains over to my left. Mountains over to you. southeast, southwest. Excuse me, southwest. Way across that valley of desert. It's a big bowl where I live at. It used to be a lake, primitive lake, Idaho. Lake Idaho is a primitive lake. Yeah, crazy, huh? Didn't know that. I found that out from my buddy Marvin, one of the Wolf Brothers, one of the brothers I was just talking about, who was. Awesome in our lives. Taught me a lot about freaking fighting. Taught me a lot about how not to get my ass kicked, even though I kept getting my ass kicked for a lot of years. <laughs> had a brother, man, that was younger than me that had a mouth. Got us into a lot of trouble. He'd bring it home running. Danny, 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 help me, help me, help me. You just call me Danny. I'm Daniel. I'm not Danny. I don't go by that anymore. I got to call me Danny. I'm tired of that. Because everybody comes up, oh, Danny boy. Why are the pipes there? Well, you're singing, Danny boy. And I'm like, fuck, shut the fuck up. I just want to bitch slap everybody that does that to me. <laughs> I mean, in the nicest way. Dude, just knock it off. I don't sing songs about your name. Okay, I'm going to make one up then. What's your name? Please tell me. So I can make one up. But it's going to be a badass song. You're going to come out... You're gonna come out smelling like a rose standing on top of the world going, Yeah, I'm the conqueror! See this old Danny boy, oh, climb up on my knee. What the hell, was the guy a pedophile that wrote that song? Come on, I mean, think about it. It offends me. I don't like it. Got a buddy named Bobby McGee. Get that one, right? And he's a black dude. He's awesome. Freaking total truck. He's a brother, man. We were close. We were pals, man. She, she fucking, he goes, he goes, yeah, we'll try my name, Bobby McGee. <laughs> I call you, yeah. 
And he goes, and I hate that lady's voice too. Now, if you don't like Janis Joplin, I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't like her that much either, but I appreciate her. But I'm not really into her voice. But some people are really into her voice and some people aren't. Well, come on, I like standing in the middle ground to say, you know, I'm not going to pick favorites because <laughs> every time I pick favorites, I get in trouble. And I'm, I like people. I'm not a people pleaser. No, I'm extremely confrontational if you really want to get down to it. I'm not a people pleaser. No, but when to confront, that's what to know. As you go through life, there's a lot of things that confront us, and we have to know when to confront and when not to. Pick your battles, know when to fight, when not to fight. You know, that's all I'm saying. Stand up for yourself, you know, with that. And um, you're going to have a lot more peaceful life anyway, because some things you just laugh off, right? You know? So this friend of mine tried to change things here. I'm talking about a couple different things at once, right? That's because we can handle it. We're all humans. We can handle it. I'm not off topic. I'm on a few topics. Remember, I said it was various topics today. Check it out, though. So my friend, he tried to change things. Um, he tried, at the last minute, tried to change things. And ended up changing himself into something that he didn't want to change into. And now he's a lizard. So you're like, what the hell do you mean he's a lizard? You said he was a wizard. It turned into a lizard. He's the wizard of id, man. But he turned, he did something. He did something, and we had to go check it out. And what he did, turned him into a lizard. Now, am I talking about a real life living lizard? Well, hell no. I'm not out of my mind. <laughs> this is a fun story, though. <laughs> so he turned himself into a lizard. What the hell are you talking about? He turned himself into a lizard. Wow, there's another tree. And a golf course laying down over there. Wow. Ooh, that one's a redwood. Bummer. Oh, oh. That's big. Why didn't it touch the other one? That's big, right next to it, same size. Why does disease pass one person and jump on another? Everybody's doing the same thing I was doing, looking for a wife. It's hard to say no when you're in the moment and you're heated and you have sex with your girlfriend or whatever. You're looking for a wife, and then one of those and it doesn't work out, and you keep moving. And some of them you don't have sex with. I mean, some of you do, and some of you don't. It's just, it's just the way it is. It's in our nature. We just that way. I'm being open about this shit because it's real. Don't hide and say, oh, he's just not religious enough for me. So get off your religious pompous little freaking stool and listen. I got something to say about this stuff, man. It's important. I didn't know. There were times I used, we use contraceptive, but most ladies don't like it. And I'm telling you straight ass honest truth, guys. And you know that. And you women know that too, that know, that know girls that don't like it. They'll tell you that in their talks in the bathroom and stuff. Well, anyway. It's getting a little personal, and that's good because it needs to. Nobody else is saying these things because I'm the one out here talking about the HIV because I have it. I'm telling you how I got it. I was doing normal stuff. Everybody else does it. Not because they were doing it, but it's just because I'm human. But I find myself getting judged by people who do the same thing, and they say to me, well, you deserved it because you did something wrong. What did you do to get it? You must have been a horrible person to contract that. You know how many years I walked around thinking I was a fucking horrible person wanted wanted to kill myself because of it? Because everybody, when they do turn on you, I'm not a people pleaser, but come on, man. I'm also not fucking tied to the whipping post. Do you guys like trolls when they come to your freaking webpage and they start fucking blasting you right publicly and say, say all kinds of heinous stuff to you about your decisions on something you may have posted, which may not have anything to do with what they're talking about at all? Do you like that? No. Well, I get that. I don't either. I don't like having a cross burnt in my front yard, but it happened. I don't like people pulling me over on the side of the road trying to beat me up because they think I'm a faggot. I'm saying the word because it's real. This is what I had to deal with. I'm not gay. I love, I love women too much to be gay. Can't give me a break, man. Why do you think I have issues with women? Because I love them so much and I was raised by a mom who's crazy. 
So I'm still working through some of that stuff, but I'm doing good. Man, I'm freaking buckling down, man. I've been buckling down for years. People don't give me credit for that. They only give me credit for the things I've done wrong. It's wrong to do that to somebody. You know how heinous that is to do that to somebody? Where's your fucking empathy at, man? Yeah, we all make mistakes. Yeah, I've heard that. But it doesn't apply to me for some reason. It applies to everybody but me. You know? And I'm not bitching and moaning about it right now. I'm just sharing the truth. Because I'm going to bring it to a point. That is this. We all fuck up, man. Get off your high horses and quit judging because that's not what we're here for. And besides, God is my judge and I know that. That's my name. My name means Daniel. What do you think my name Daniel means? Look it up. It means God is my judge. And yet, I'm the one that's always targeted by men who judge. See, it's not like that. God doesn't want us to be like that. We're not supposed to be. Don't, don't judge. So there's a public service announcement. Don't judge and you won't get judged. Because the way you judge, you'll be judged back. It'll be served to you the exact same measure. Hey, I know because I've ate it before. I've done the same thing. I've had to learn too. Because I'm human too. You know? So we take our licks and we keep going. But we learn from them, right? That's called wisdom when we can actually take that what we've learned and practice it. Apply it to life and have a smooth, <laughs> have things smooth out, man. And you know you're on the right track. God's got a peace, man. You know where it smooths out, he's there. He'll lead you by his peace. That's scriptural. Where it smooths out, he's there. He'll go ahead of you and fight for you. Where it smooths out, he's there. You know? That's not even the topic of the broadcast. That's just part of the topic of the various parts. So, back to the story, my friend. He tried to change things. And he changed himself into something he shouldn't have. It was never meant to be. So he says, well, maybe it was because it's on his path and it happened to him. But no, no, he's not the same anymore. And, and now he's gone. So he's gone and his family's, his kids are around. You know, carry on his legacy of what, you know. He couldn't adapt and it freaking, then he tried to at the last moment and it made him go crazy and he freaking killed himself. Trying to figure out how to freaking do a computer. How to figure out how to make money with a computer. Now look, I did that. That was 20 years ago that happened. I was on the same path when I met this guy. And that scared the fuck out of me. I was like, holy crap. You know, I'm in my freaking, you know, it was 20 years ago. I'm in my 50s now, so you can do the math. You know, I'm in my 30s, late 30s actually. And I'm trying to learn this stuff. And I didn't know how to, what to do. I was also dying, but I knew that I had more life in me. I just had to get past the hump I was at. It took a long time to get there. Just a few years ago, I, over, I reached past the hump. I passed over the hump. I didn't know I was on a freaking pathway to, to an awakening. I had no idea that's the path I was on. I didn't know that. I wasn't told that when I was born. Fuck, I just discovered it until it happened. And then I went and tried to find out what the hell just happened to me. And because this is, I was told none of this stuff was real. You know, I was told in church all these years, for 40 years, I was told it was not real, that it was a lie. It wasn't real, and it's real, people. <laughs> you fucking A, it's real, and it's different from what I was told. It's not, it's not what they say it is. They've been lying to us, man. And I found out, I went on the trek to find out why they were lying, to find out if they were, I knew they were. I wanted to know what it was. So I went to find out, and I researched for 30-something years. I still am doing research, too, but the truth is, is I found my research when an awakening happened because it summed up everything I researched. And it gave me more information and I keep picking up more information every day. I wake up with new information all the time. I go to sleep and I wake up with new information all the time. I'm like, wow, okay, here's something you don't want to do. But if you find yourself in this position, do this because it'll help you. How many of you got insomnia right now? God, why are these people burning? They're fucking up here burning. I wish I had my camera right now. 
I can't tune off this and do the camera. Let's get the address. They're not supposed to be burning. That's actually against the law here. And so we go. So yeah, like so fucking it was like this. So you got insomnia, right? So what are you doing about it? Are you staying awake at night? Are you getting on the computer working? Are you doing, are you eating all night? Are you freaking binge, binge watching TV? What are you doing for it? Got insomnia, right? Can't sleep, but you need energy. You're tired all the time, but you need energy. Eventually you hit the wall, and before you do, sometimes you end up taking three or four people out with you because you're stinking so grouchy you can't be around, right? Become toxic, become fucking, basically a toxic waste dump. What do you do? I'll tell you what you do, okay? Somebody says, meditate. No, I'm not gonna tell you that, no. You don't have to meditate. You need to learn how to do some Tai Chi breathing. Because you can pull in energy from the universe all around you. Without touching a human being or even the plant life that's around us either, by the way. Pull it in from the, from the universe, the actual universe itself. You can pull it in, pull the energy in. And yeah, you can stay awake with it. You can actually have... You know, I have so much energy, it's crazy. My friends call telling me, how in the hell you're not sleeping and you got all this energy and I'm fucking about ready to pass out. And I go... It's because I pulled in energy from the universe. I've always been doing it. I've been doing it my whole life. A lot of people just don't know that because they don't talk to me. Get close enough to me to find out if I'm doing anything like that or not. Or ask me where I'm getting it all from. Because I would just tell you if you'd ask me. Straight, point blank, simple, straight to the forward, bottom line question. Ask me and I'll tell you. If you, if you pussyfoot around about it, that's a game. I'll play games with you. I'll just ignore you. Yeah, because you're playing the game already. You want the game because you're not asking me directly. I'm a direct person, man. I do things directly. If you start playing games with me, I'll just play a little game with you and then walk off because you want, you want a game. That's the way it has to be. Because some people, that's all they're in life for is to play games. What do you want to do with them? Usually most people say, stay away from them, right? Exactly. Just keep them from coming back when you play the game with them. You play it, flip it on them, move on. Just show it to them right there in their face. This is how you are. It helps them to overcome that thing that's causing them to play that game and to be more, show up, be real, right? To be more real with life, okay? Aren't we all, aren't we all talking about that all the time? Well, I wish they were more real about things instead of fucking being an asshole about it. You know, I've, got, I've always got to joke around about everything. I wish they'd take a reality check. Well, fucking life isn't all about jokes. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. Life is what you put in. You put in happy, you get back happy. You put in angst, you get back angst. You put in that crappy ass attitude that I just spoke through, you get that back and you get more more of that to to give you evidence of the truth now we're on the evidence how do you get to that you went all the way around the circles to get to evidence i had a lot of other things to say before we got to this point of the subject but i'm gonna wrap it up here pretty soon evidence okay here we go so i've been testing the field of magic a long time uh, uh electricity i can interact with electrical currents i know thousands of other people that can too um so i'm told okay and here's how i'm told this and here's why i believe it too there is a place that does some uh, conductor, builds semiconductor parts out here. And they, these people that work out here are friends of mine. A lot of them are. I know a lot of people out there, but not everybody. I mean, obviously, there's more people than I know, you know. And, but I know a lot of people out there that work in different departments. Some of them in R&D and some of them in other departments. I can't tell you anything they've told me because they've never told me anything other than this. When their machines break down, they draw turkey hands on a piece of paper, pray on it, as if laying hands on the machine, and then they tape it to the machine, and the machine starts working again. That happens constantly. It's over and over and over again out there at this place where they build these semiconductor, par semiconductor parts, right? 
constantly. Um, that's one. There's one, one way the magic works. There's one way. Another way, laying hands on people. When you lay hands on people and you feel power come out of your hands, what do you think that is? Do you think it's some power that you own, you possess, that you're, or you're full of a devil or something? No, it's not. It's God factor. It's the G factor. It's God particles in you. It's God particles in you. It's just in everybody else. You're tapping into empathy. You're tapping into, and believe me, all this stuff works with happiness too. Oh my God. There's a caterpillar out here on the pavement. What do I do? Do I leave it here to die in the heat? Or do I pick it up and put it in the grass? It has its own journey in life. Do I interrupt its journey and save its life or not? Some would say, yeah. Some would say, no. At this point, I don't know. So that's God. What should I do about that? Should I leave him to himself? He said, no, pick him up. Pick him up. All right, I'm picking him up. Okay, little buddy, I'm going to get you off this hot pavement right now. Here you go. Come on now. Here you go. Here you go. There you go. There you go. Come on. Under the grass you go. There you go. Believe me, that flight was nothing. Kind of checked him in the grass. Uh, when you turn your butterfly, you'll fly off. You'll thank me for it later. I feel good about that because God did say do that. But I was still at a dilemma. Just like I am with this whole reproductive thing, man. You know? God, man, killing unborn children, that's kind of harsh, you know? But I understand the situation, though. And taking women's rights away was wrong, too. And I understand that situation. I can't make a choice on that one. It's a hard one. Oh, by the way, I said in an early broadcast, I'm not going to vote. Yeah, I'm going to vote because my vote doesn't matter. Yours does too. Just don't take my word there. That's just venting, man. I was just angry. I'm angry about what these Republicans are doing. These nasty, mean-spirited Republicans are doing right now to everybody. I'm trying to take us back fucking further back. Anyway, that's a different subject. We already talked about that. So let's get on this uh, whole thing about the tests. So, the evidence. So, I've been my own evidence. Get your own. Run your tests. Everyone interacts with the field of energy a different way. The Apostle Paul, when he wrote this, or Paul, I don't like calling him Apostle, I gotta got get that out of my, spit that out of my mouth. Paul, that guy, he did write something that was real true. And then it's this, everybody has a gift. And everybody has a way of interacting with God. Everybody has their own path, their own unique path. By the way, you have your own name, your own fingerprint, your own eye print, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. There's a reason. Okay, you're not supposed to get drowned out and look, look exactly like everybody else. You're supposed to stick out. God uses that. To attract other people who are on that same wavelength you're on in life, Bible, however you want to put it, to attract those people to Him, to show Him that His love is real, He is real, and He loves them just as much as He loves anybody else on the face of this earth. And that's most people are deficit in is that aspect of love. Now start testing the field, people. Do stuff. I don't try to make things move anymore. I used to. It doesn't work. One of my friends did. A demon showed up took his house over and they had to have it exercised. This is a real story. This happened when I was a teenager. I was there. I saw it. The chair moved across the room by itself. So did the pencil. So did the glass of water on the countertop. And that freaked me the fuck out. And I ran outside with, no way, there's a devil in there. There has to be. <laughs> he wasn't doing anything at this point. First time he did it, he did it with toilet paper. He set it down on the freaking ground, pointed at it, and then spun his finger and it unraveled right in front of us. Oh, he thought, wow, that's cool, cool trick. How'd you do that? We wanted to know. Uh, we didn't know he was studying witchcraft in his room at night. We didn't know this. This is one of my best friends. I didn't even know this about him. He's my best friend, man. I didn't even know. Fuck, when I found out, I freaked the fuck out because I'm a God guy, man. I'm like, whoa, whoa, bullshit. Yeah, well, guess what? When papers are floating in the room one night when I was sleeping, I was over there, slept in his brother's room because his brother was gone. And then he kind of inherited the room because it was kind of the brother, too. You know how it is when you're kind of adopted by family, you know, and your parents are fucking close friends. And, Stuff. You guys played in the night over guy's house or whatever, and you know, I crashed out while I'm crashed out of Steve's room, and I'm laying in bed, and all of a sudden, freaking, I wake up because I hear rustling. There's papers floating in the air in the room. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I thought I was dreaming. 
I really did. That wind made a mess, didn't it? It did. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah, there's papers floating in the room. He had a sack of papers on his desk, on his uh, dresser. Now, when he left, he left a sack of papers on his dresser, and it's like a writing paper, just tablet writing paper, typewriter paper, like a tablet of it, and it was, there, it was all floating in the room. Oh, my God. I woke up, thought I was dreaming, went back to sleep, woke back up, said, oh, shit, got up out of the bed and ran out of the room. Fuck, there's darkness been in that house ever since. So we, she don't live there anymore. She passed on, and they left, lost the house a long time ago. Let go of the house a long time ago. But she had a Catholic priest come over next to the house because shit was happening to her in her room. People were showing up and talking to her. Yeah, dead people showing up and talking to her in her room. I know. Figure that one. She freaked, called the Catholic priest. Catholic priest came over, exercised the house, and never had a problem since. But this one area of the house was always dark in the basement. Everybody said it, and you can see it. It was a right next to that room where I was at. It was dark. My buddy stopped doing witchcraft, gave his life to Jesus, turned his life around, became a really good man, starts praying, and he has powerful prayers. It's good. And God moves in behalf of other, other people because of him. It's really wonderful. So, you know, there you go. There's a story that's real. I got knocked out of a room by a demon one night back in the 80s. Picked up, thrown across the hallway into a wall. Left my back print on the wall. Chased this thing out the door. As it ran out of my kitchen, me and my roommate were freaking the fuck out. It, I grabbed my Bible and started reading. I just opened up and started reading. I didn't know what to do. It scared the hell out of me. It's the first time I ever had any reaction like that before. This thing fucking came at me in the darkness. He had my friend pinned down on his bed. He was screaming. I got up. My roommate screaming. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I ran into his room. And I'm like, Tim, what's going on? He's like, I can't get up. Help me. Help me. I can't get up. And he was laying there screaming. And something had his, his hand on his chest. It was holding him down. He's kicking his legs and flaying his arms. He's trying to get up. And he couldn't. He was scared. He was so scared. When he looked at me, he had tears in his eyes. He goes, God damn it, Danny. I'm so fucking scared. I'm going to die. And, I, and he goes, something's on top of me, pulling me down. And I grabbed my Bible and just opened it and started reading. Whatever it was, looked at me. I saw its eyes. It closed them and ran at me, hit me in the chest. Pick, I had bruises on my chest too. This is all documented. Tipped me up, knocked me out of the freaking room into the freaking hallway, left my back print in the wall. I still had my Bible in my hand. I got up off the floor, chased it around the, around the freaking horn, out the back door, because it's like a U-turn around in my house or my, my apartment I was living in. Me and Tim both chased it out the back door. It blew the door off the hinges. The hinges on this door opened to the inside, not the outside. Blew it off. Blew the freaking casing out of the door and everything. Our landlord shit bricks. He freaked the fuck out. But he couldn't deny the footprints he saw in the snow when he came over the next day. Yeah, this happened in February. It was deep snow. There was a field between me and this one guy's house. And you can see this thing leaving footprints all the way to this guy's house. I went, what the fuck? So we went around the corner, chased it around the street. We went around the street and went around the other way and went into his fucking trailer and slapped the bitch, slapped him awake. So what the fuck you send to my house, man? He's like, what? What do you mean? I go, the freaking demon ran right in here. I said, your dog's out in the front yard freaking out. What the hell did you send? He goes, I didn't do anything. I'm like, all right. Okay, but something happened, man, because he came to your house, bro. So there's something here in your house right now. And he freaked. I don't know if he ever got rid of it or not because years later he ended up doing some really bad stuff and ended up in prison for hurting some children. So I'm thinking he might have got demonized. I don't know. All I know is after that, I wanted to know what the fuck was going on in this life. And I ran into different people and they tell me different things and stuff, but it wasn't until I started really pressing into God that I started understanding things. And he took me to the Gospels. And it was actually the Gospel of Mark he took me to. He also showed me it to me in Matthew. I think it's in Matthew. It's been a while since I've read all that, but studied all that. But I studied that stuff for 30 years because I wanted to know. Do we have the power to cast out demons? And we do. And quite frankly, I didn't know we did until 
oh, about three years later, I was working at this place. And um, Sizzler, we had a party one night over here. I'm looking at the neighborhood right now. I can see it from right where I'm at. I'm on top of the hill here on the White Street. This guy, he was, a, he was one of our friends, one of the cooks, and he was going to be an assistant manager. But anyway, he was there. It was at his house. We went over for a party. Uh, there was about nine of us there. Didn't know his little brother did witchcraft, but he did. Let loose a demon in that house. That demon grabbed one of those girls at that party that was drunk enough to be freaking demonized, picked her up, threw her up against the wall in front of all of us, threw her up into the ceiling, landed her on the ground real softly, rolled her over on her back and started spitting shit at us. Fucking foul language and vomit. And it was gross and it was like the exorcist. And I was like going, what the hell? Well, me and my buddy jumped on her to hold her down. It took nine of us to hold her down because she threw two of us off, threw me off. I was pitched across the room. He was too. He's bigger than me. I'm little, so pitch me. You can pitch me in fucking real easy. Just wind blow might knock me over. Actually, it won't because I'm anchored into the ground. But, um, but uh, he was bigger. It fuck pitched him too, man. I was like, whoa. We both looked at each other, jumped on her, started. And I, started, I speak in tongues. I've been, ever since I was a little kid, I've been speaking in tongues. I just started praying in tongues. My buddy started casting a demon out. And uh, I'm praying in tongues. And then the next thing, I know he's praying in tongues, and I'm casting him out. And it went back and forth like that, and all of a sudden, whatever it was, left. It blew out of her. It blew us off of her. Nine men knocked us off. She was still laying on her back. She didn't get up off the ground. It was a power that came out of her. I was like, whoa. She went to deliverance, got up crying and thanked us, and said she was so sorry. And we never actually, we, said, well, we all stopped drinking, actually, for a long time. I, I drink every once in a while, but not like I, that. We were drinking. We were at partying, right? We're in our 20s, we're partying, right? You fucking don't even know, man, when you're freaking doing shit that you freaking are attracting demons. You don't even know this. And they have their own agenda. And guess what, Christian? They don't go away. They keep coming after us in different ways. You guys know this. Christians know all this stuff. The world doesn't even really know this. Well, some parts of the world, they do know this. Actually, you talk, I've talked to a lot of people. Actually, that's a wrong statement. I'm sorry, I said that. That's not a lie. I just missed it. I just misspoke because there are a lot of people that do know this all over the world. Legends and, and, and just stuff that's happening right now too. Powerful people that walk in witchcraft and stuff. This magic is not anything to be trifled with. You can use it for good or evil. Yeah, that's where it stays. It's neutral right here where we're at. I'm not talking about God himself, the Holy Spirit himself, Jesus himself, because they have definitely a position and a stand and them saying, hey, this other shit ain't right. Lord! Hey, man. Hey, you're live on the air. Say hi. He waved. <laughs> hi. Hey, you guys going rafting today? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, right on. Enjoy yourself. It's my podcast. <laughs> right on. So you guys, man, it's like this, man. Freaking this shit happens. It's real, man. It's all over the freaking planet. People have testimony after testimony after testimony. I can only give you my testimony. This energy field, man, I interact with it in other ways, too. I interact with it through the energy that I gather in from the universe. And I didn't know I could do that um, effectively when I was younger because I was still struggling with things. I was still struggling with understanding certain things and certain walking in certain wisdom. And that wisdom is like beneficial. Listen, I got on the path of wellness because I was sick and dying, and I asked God to help me, and he, he rearranged, prioritized, he rearranged all my priorities, and it worked. And when he did that, it led me to an awakening. That's his leading, not mine. I had no idea I was going there. I didn't even know I was supposed to go there. I didn't know nobody. I thought everybody was awake. I didn't know anybody was asleep. I didn't know I was asleep. I'm keyed in spiritually. I'm born that way. But yet, here I am telling you right now, there's more. <laughs> and we're being told a, a lie about it. 
to hide us from the truth so that we don't fucking get free. They really don't want you free because they can continually trick you over and over again and do the, play the same trick on you over and over again to get your power, your money, your energy, your time. I'm waving my hat around, even though the wind's blowing. <laughs> I'm preaching right now to public. <laughs> Just listen to what I got to say. Slam my hand down a little bit. Ah! You know? No. <laughs> Actually, I'm starting to get my hat to get cool. It's kind of... <sighs> that was a big windfall. <laughs> So, listen, man, you guys, come on, let's, let's, let's wise up here. Okay, in all seriousness, the energy field is real. It's neutral. You can use it for good or evil. You know, there's like a, like a lot of movies that are prophetically speak about this. You know, Star Wars is one of them. You know, when, they, they, when Star Wars came out, oh, the church, I remember what the church said. I wanted to see it so bad because people were flying in space, and that's what I wanted to do when I was a little kid. I got a space book, comic book, and it was my favorite comic book. And I'm like, fucking, I always remember. I still remember that comic book I'm talking about right now. Hell, I even told a story about it a while back about going by, you know, the lady that babysat me. And, uh, anyway, she, mom gave me a comic book. I didn't know the lady freaked out. I was a little kid. I was really little, you know, so I'm going to work. Anyway, so I got a comic book. Not a comic book, but a coloring book. I meant to say coloring book, not comic. It was my favorite coloring book, man. I love coloring that book. Spaces. I like outer space, you know? Hell, if you look at my artwork, <laughs> you can see I love outer space. I got it all, all plastered all through my artwork because I do backgrounds and I make space-looking backgrounds and I do space and time theory and I do a sky and day and night thing. I do a sky and plan thing, and, you know, with my digital art and shit. And I got fireballs flying through stuff, through outer space. I got, you know, got crazy-looking fireballs flying through outer space with other fireballs flying with them through outer space and just... I don't know. It's just something about the universe that just gets me. Doesn't it get you? It's fascinating. It's a field that we haven't even been able to tap into that much. But yet, every single day, every single day, it's inside of you, inside of me, inside of this planet, inside of the air we breathe. It's all together. We're not separate from it. But this is the whole thing about what you have to realize. There's these guys running around here calling us to be separate, but they're not defining that separateness very well. Separateness from the sin and and the freaking judgment of the world okay yeah that's hard to do i've been struggling with that my whole life aren't you christian if you're honest with yourself i'm being honest with you guys because i'm i'm freaking real down to the earth this is how it is people that are fucking say say they never struggle with that liar they're lying to you and so they're struggling with lying right there's a sin but it's not about that it's about this it's about that grace and that grace is a partnership have you ever figured that out have you ever thought about that just and sat and figured that out yet the grace is a partnership. Yeah, God being the greater partner, but you're still his partner. He wants to partner with you, man. And this field, if you put energy, whatever you put into it, you'll get back. Here's how people, here's how I know. People keep doing it all the time, but it actually says that in the scriptures. Sowing and reaping. That's what we call it. Other people call it karma. Whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. You act a certain way and put that out there. You're going to get that back and get, and you're going to get more experiences like that, which will validate that stand where you're at and cause you to believe that that's a reality and then you'll live that reality. That's how it works. This is how life works, people. It is. It's true. It's real. It's not fake. It's not a lie. It's true. But there's people that have exploited that and taken it too far and they're out there to get your money. I'm not here for your money. I don't care about your money. Don't give me your support. I don't want it. I'm not asking for it. I'm not asking for it. What I'm asking you to do is use wisdom and find another way to make money for yourself that doesn't rely on other people that much in the government, but relies more on whatever marketplace is available there to make money from. Right now, it's the internet, so switch. Because brick-and-mortar businesses, they're going to dwindle down a little bit. They'll be there. 
because we always have this brick and mortar society we have, right? We live in houses, obviously. We don't live on the internet unless we're living in a virtual world and we're not virtual. We're actually here in this reality living where there's gravity, <laughs> you know? Other realities is not gravity and some of them was fun. Some of them, some of scary and crap, man. But anyway, that's a whole other story. In other realms, there's some pretty wild stuff. But um, nobody knows the truth about the universe. Nobody does. Not even me, except God himself. And I believe this, that we're in Christ, hidden in him, hidden inside of God, and God in the universe is in God too. I don't know how, I don't know how or where or what, but I, that's just what I see. Because there's a, there's a lot of reasons for that. It's just something I see in scriptures and something I keep coming across. Are we in God's brains? Is this a thought of his? Yes, this is all a thought. It says we we're created in his image and, and it's not just the word image as a uh, sculpture or a statue. No, it's not. It's the word imagination, guys. Think about that. She went it for a while. The word imagination. We're creating his imagination. Are we still in there? What is space? Did he, how do you, did he feel it like that? Or was it like that to begin with? It says it was all in chaos when he started. You know? And then he formed the earth out of that chaos. I mean, what, what are we looking at here? You know? We're looking at something that causes us to wonder, right? That's exactly right. That's where you're supposed to be because that's where you're out of the box. And guess what? You take that magic right there and you go out take that wonder and you go out and you test the field for yourself and come back and, and tell me what you find because there's other people experimenting too and I ran into them but this is one of the things I'm going to do in the future one of the broadcasts one of them one of my future uh, programs uh, future ideas uh, broadcasting ideas is this I'm going to go around and I'm going to interview people that have had same experiences that I've had or weirder and I'm going to get them document them do a documentary I'm going to do it on film too I'm going to try get some really super nice cameras but I'm going to start off with what I got and just keep it going you know Build money up to do that. Well, I just got started with that. So let's see how that goes. Because guess what? I sold a book the other day. Yeah, it was to a friend, but I sold a book. She really actually liked it. That was pretty cool. I sell journals. I make journals notebooks. Last yesterday, I made six and loaded them onto the internet. Six. And I changed I mean, I'm spending time on the interiors and covers and everything. It just is going so fast because I've been doing art for so many years. I know how to do this process. It's the same process all the time. You know, I've had to learn some new things. Huge learning curve, dude. My God, I had to learn some fucking stuff. I didn't, at first, when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, crap, this is beyond me. Every time you get frustrated with, with, with what you're learning, put it down, walk away, go get some fresh air, come back to it another day. Put it down for 24 hours and come back to it. Because I'll tell you what, you'll have new fresh insights as well as a new fresh start, and you'll be able to get your projects done a lot better that way. We're moving too fast when we got to get a project done right now. And it just gets laid on our lap right now, and it's late already. That's bullshit. We don't have to live like that. There's other ways to make money, people. The magical net, well, there you go. That's partnership. How do you want a partnership with How do you want to partner with it? You either partner for good or for evil. What wolf are you feeding? The good one or the bad one? The wolf lives inside of both of us. I mean, lives inside of all of us. Feed the good one, you have a good life. Feed the bad one, well, <laughs> just look around. Look at all the chaos that's ensued from feeding the bad wolf. All right, I'm at the end of the broadcast. You guys have a great one. Go out, man, there's other ones too. Oh, I know other people that can do stuff in the magical field too. Got a friend of mine that can actually um, interact with electrical fields too, but in a different way. He does it with cars, automobiles. I got another guy that has computers. He can walk up and if your computer's broke, he can put his finger on it and he'll fix it. I don't know how in the hell he does it, but he does it every time with mine. When it's broken, sometimes my computer breaks really bad. Like, like the inevitable blue screen, <laughs> you know, 
And you're going, oh no, how do I fix this? And he just walks up and touches it and freaking works and you're going, what the hell? You know, um, got another friend of mine that's a dog whisperer that lives over on the other side of town. He's fucking really good at dogs, man. That guy, he knows dogs. I mean, good God, that guy can get a dog to do anything, even if it's a mean dog. Just like dog whisperer. No, another person's a horse whisperer. Um, you know, and <laughs> there are other people there do things that can do funky things. I heard about somebody who can shift, shape, shape, shift, and then I met a girl that can shape, shift, and she shape, shift one night. And it was weird because it happened right in front of us. And we went, whoa, jumped up and ran out of the house, freaking us out, freaked us all out. You know, <laughs> man, when you're spiritually charged like that and something like that happens in front of you, you're going, hold on, it causes you to question everything in life. When I had my spiritual awakening, this all happened all long before the spiritual awakening. After the awakening, I questioned everything. Because, and then, and then I heard this in the spirit. Good. It's where you need to be because they've been stealing from me ever since you've been here. This is Rev DT. Don't touch your dial. I'll be right back. Wait a minute. And then, boom. Yahoo! Rev DDT. Universal broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>